Welcome to the Elevate Your Life podcast with Evelyn Kelly. I'm your host, Evie, life and confidence coach, and I'm here to support you to create unstoppable self-belief and confidence, own your self-worth, and to elevate all areas of your life. Join me for soulful yet straight-talking chats with epic humans, juicy DNMs with me, and loads of inspiration so that you can be the best vision of yourself and live a life you truly love and deserve. Are you with me? Here we go. Hello and welcome back to the podcast and welcome to 2021. A new yeah, Holy moly, how exciting. It feels so freaking good to be back here with you today. To be back behind the microphone and coaching and supporting you all, it feels so good. So today's episode is going to be about how you can create your best 2021 ever. So it's all about goal setting and tension setting for the new year, but we're also going to do a little bit of reflection on 2020 if you haven't already, because I think there's so much wisdom to take from doing so. Just before I start though, I have done a masterclass in my free Facebook group on exactly this, how to reflect on the year that was, that was 2020, and how to take some wisdom from that. So there's lots of journal prompts that I share in that masterclass. I'm going to give you a real condensed version here on the podcast episode today, but if you want to go back and watch the full masterclass, then I definitely recommend doing so. There is a link to it in the show notes here. So definitely go back and check that out if you are keen. I am also doing a masterclass which is most likely going to be live and recorded by the time this episode comes out. So definitely go check out the new masterclass for how to create the best 2021 ever about goal setting as well and you can watch that in a masterclass form if you like. So let's dive in. Firstly, I just want to share this quote uh, with you because I think it's so powerful. And that is that success is not an accident. It's something that we have to create. And so, you know, if we think about this, we are always co-creating with the universe. And if we're not clear about what our intentions are, where we're spending our time and our energy and what's really important to us, then we're essentially just reacting to what life throws at us and just sort of plodding along, right? And so it's really important to get intentional about what it is that really matters to you and what you want to create because we have this wonderful, wonderful power within our minds to create anything that we want. And I truly believe that. And the universe is always supporting us and responding to what what we're doing, to responding to how we're showing up and the questions that we're asking and the things that we're doing. And so if we're living in alignment, if we're really clear about what we want and what we, yeah, what we want to experience and we ask the universe for that guidance or we're manifesting certain things into our lives, then it's going to support us. It's going to help us. And that's where this wonderful magic happens. And I don't know about you, but I've been saying the word magic for a long time. I love it. But I feel like when I talk about 2021, there is so much magic in the air, like this beautiful, loving energy all of around us. And 
it's really expansive and exciting and inspiring. So yeah, I'm excited to dive in. So like I mentioned before, if you haven't already done any kind of reflection on 2020, on last year, then I highly, highly, highly recommend you do this. I know it feels really weird to do that now. I know that most of us, me included, feel like you don't really want to reflect on 2020. There's so many people just being like, no, it's in the past now. I don't want to go back there. That was a really big, hard, challenging year. But it makes so much sense and it's it's just vital that we reflect on 2020 though because there's so much wisdom in there that can help us when we're talking about moving forward into 2020 and setting goals. There's so much wisdom there. So I'm going to share a few of my key journal prompts that I mentioned in the masterclass and then I'm going to share some of my own reflections and key learnings that I took personally from 2020. So some of the things I would suggest that you start with is going back and looking at your diary or your calendar or whatever you use and actually thinking what actually happened in 2020. It's a harder year to reflect on in some ways because we didn't really have those key milestones, those holidays or those breaks or those trips overseas or those events or whatever it was that um, we often have in other years, mainly because of COVID. And so it's important that we go back and look because otherwise it can kind of just blur into one and you're like, what actually happened? But in actual fact, so much happened. And there was some also some like wonderful things that happened last year. So go back and have a look at what those were. Start jotting them down and maybe go through month by month and think back to how it was. Like I can, I still have memories and uh, yeah, I can feel myself back in, you know, January, February, March of last year, pre-COVID and thinking about how far I've come personally and how far I've come business-wise and and some of the goals that I had for last year. It's amazing when I go back and look at what, what what was on my agenda back then. So it's amazing what you'll find. Go back and have a little look. Jot them down to jog your memory. Start thinking about what were the things that you were most proud of. What did you achieve, experience or create last year that you're really proud of, that you loved? What were some of those things? What were some of the big challenges that you experienced and that you overcame last year? What were some of those big challenges, those big hurdles? And what were the biggest lessons or learnings or takeaways that you took from 2020? What were some of your key lessons? And then what was my biggest achievement? What am I mostly proud of? What did I what did I achieve or experience last year that I'm so proud of? What did I prioritize and focus on in 2020? What are some of the things that you want to let go of and what are some of the things that you want to take forward into 2021? So those are some of the key journal prompts that I would suggest that you save this episode, come back to it another time, write them out when you've got some nice quiet alone time, make a ritual around it and write out some of those reflections. Just pen to paper, scribble it all down, get it out and then 
then you'll be able to see some of the key things that you learned, that you loved, that you're proud of, what you want to let go of and what you want to come take forward with you into 2021. So as promised, I thought I would share some of my key takeaways and lessons from 2020 because I think it's interesting, right? (laughs) I think from a client point of view, it's really interesting to hear other people's key lessons and takeaways. I'm always so curious about that kind of thing. And so I thought if I am, there's got to be someone else that's curious. But I also was just thinking as I was writing these, I was like, this would be so helpful for my people. This would be so helpful for you guys. So here goes. If you decide and commit to your goals and dreams, anything is possible. When you decide and you commit and you go all in, it's absolutely possible. You can create anything, even if it's these crazy wild out there dreams. I hope that's an inspiring one, but it's all about committing and deciding and just going for it. Taking action every day is the thing that actually makes it happen. And I know we know this, like it's really logical, right? You've got to show up, you've got to do the work and take action every day. But actually doing it, doing the work, putting it in your diary, putting it in your calendar, making it happen, taking small steps towards it every day, that's the thing that actually moves the needle forward. Working on your mindset, meditating every day and doing your devotional practices is so important for your success. In fact, it's probably key to your success. Following your intuition is the best thing you can possibly do. It always knows. Talk to it daily. Pushing and putting so much pressure on yourself doesn't actually work. It'll only lead you to burnout and it will probably give you the results that you're not wanting. Pushing and putting crazy amounts of pressure will not give you the results that you're wanting. Accountability is huge. Accountability is huge. I know this, but I was remembering this again and again this year and reminded of the power of accountability. Having your own coach, being in a mastermind, being in a group program was absolutely pivotal for my own personal growth this year and for my business and it was just it's undeniable the power of accountability having someone support you hold you accountable show up with you week after week day after day whatever it is then you know that's just it's just crazy how powerful it is we I think we we underestimate the power of accountability so often I also was remembering the lesson of having expanders in your life is just so pivotal for your growth because remember expanders are the people doing the things that you want to do or experiencing the things that you want to experience and if you have them around you and in your world and some kind of connection to them then they show you what's potentially possible for you too. 
And so having those people in my lives was just wonderful in this last year. And I know that I'll continue to do this. It's a relearning of this lesson, as, as are all of these reflections from last year, to be honest. But these are the key ones that were really coming through to me when I was doing my reflection. And then lastly, the last one I wanted to share with you, and I wrote this in capital letters. And again, it's a remembering, it's a relearning of this lesson, something that I have been deeply committed to doing for the last several years. I don't know how many now, but several years. And that is trust in yourself no matter what. And I wrote that in capital letters, trust yourself no matter what. If there was one key principle that I support probably all of my coaching clients to do, that is to deeply trust in themselves. Because when we do that, our whole lives, our whole psyche transforms. And the way we feel on the inside changes, the way we show up and take action and, and you know be present in our lives completely changes. So always come back to self-trust and leaning into self-trust. And lastly, just one more to share with you, and that is that we can't control our external world around us. We can't control it. That was probably the biggest lesson of the world for last year, right? Uh, but you know, like I, I have this saying that life will always life. Life will life. It happens. But it's how we respond to it that really matters, and we are in control of that. There's this other key concept that I wanted to share here because it goes along with the same point, and that is that uh, suffering doesn't happen because of the events or the circumstances that happen to us. It's often our thoughts and our feelings related to that thing that are the thing that causes the suffering internally. And so if we can have some awareness and start to either alter, change, or let go of some of the things that we're holding on to, the thoughts and the feelings about the things that are happening around us, then how much more, you know, at, at peace and, and um, how much more happiness could you create and feel if you let go of some of those things? So I think just a key lesson was life's going to life, but you can choose how you want to show up. You can take radical responsibility for yourself, for your own life, for your actions, for your feelings. And all of that is in your control. It's your responsibility. So those were some of my lessons. I hope they were inspiring and interesting and thought provoking for you too. Alrighty, let's move on to goal setting for 2021. So these are my journal prompts that I suggest you take yourself through. Just a disclaimer is that this is just my process. This is just some of the questions and the journal prompts that I personally use and love and I suggest, but there is no right and wrong with any of this stuff, right? There's no right and wrong way to reflect. There's no right and wrong way to plan and write goals and things like that. The only things that I really want you to lean into is creating goals that are heart-centered, that are soul-led, that are chosen from your intuition as opposed to your head and your mind. So they're more of a want and a desire as opposed to a should. 
So if you feel like any words coming through that are like, I should do this, I should do X, Y, and Z, then that's most likely your inner critic saying that you should do those things. And we don't want to, we want, we don't want to do those things. And that's why most of the time people create these New Year's resolutions like, oh, I should probably lose some weight, or I should probably go to the gym X amount of times, or I should probably develop a relationship with that person, or I should probably save some more money for it to buy a house or whatever it is. And because they're shoulds and they're written in a really uninspiring way, like run 10K, lose X amount of kgs, there's no emotional tie to them. Can you see that? Like, oh, lose X amount of weight. But like, oh, okay, great. That's really inspiring, right? And so... So often that's why they fail because they're not exactly what we're really wanting, what our intuition is telling us that we want to create and feel and experience this year. And we don't write them in a really inspiring an inspiring way. We don't consider what the why is behind them. Remember, and this is a key part of, of psychology and about the basis of my coaching, is that why we do the things that we do is based on our feelings. So our, it's our feelings and our emotions that will pull us towards certain things or push us away from certain things. It's not the logical reasoning or, you know, that, that rational mind that does it. It's our feelings that make us feel a certain way and therefore that make us respond and act in a certain way. So my only thing is do something that's really, um, that feels really aligned to you, but check in with your intuition, get out of your head, don't listen to any of the shoulds and shouldn'ts, and listen to the desires and the wants, and create them in a really fun, inspiring way that are connected to a, a bigger why and a bigger mission, and that have heart and soul into them. I, I want to say, write them like coaching goals. And I suggested this um, to a client recently. I was like, you know the goals that we've set in our coaching series, write similar goals for yourself, uh, you know, but more broad life ones that she wanted to create for this next year. So those are just my little tips first off. So question number one is, what do I really value What's really important to me and what do I want to prioritize in this next coming year? So what we're doing here is going really broad and looking at all of the things that you love, that you value, that's really important to you. What actually matters? So going really big picture and then we're going to narrow it down a little bit later, but start with that one. What are some of your values? What is really important to you? And then what do I want to prioritize? And for some people, it might be nice to do like a little mini inventory or a little check-in with each of the areas of your life. So by all means, if that feels good, go with it. Maybe you want to review your health and wellness. Maybe you want to review your relationships, your career and your job, your uh, money and finances. Maybe it's around your spirituality, uh, or your creativity, or your personal development, or any of those kind of things. Kind of check in with each area of your life and think about, yeah, what do you really want to prioritize? What are some of the key areas that you want to focus on for this next year? Next question. And just FYI, some of these might um, blur into one because you're going to have similar themes and ideas that come through, right? So the next question is, what do I want to achieve create or feel and experience 
in 2021. So dream big. Think about all of the things that you want, that you desire, that you want to call in, that you want to experience, that you want to feel, that you want to create. What are all of those things? Again, if you like, you can do that little inventory, like what are the key areas of my life? What are the yeah the areas that I want to work on, focus on? What do I want to create and experience within each of those? Okay, so question three. How do you want to feel on a day-to-day basis in 2021? What are the feeling words that come up for you? Maybe it's that you want to feel inspired. You want to feel authentic and true to yourself. You want to live in integrity. Maybe you want to feel calm and grounded and balanced. Maybe you want to feel fulfilled and inspired and lit up and on purpose. Maybe you want to feel more confident, more self-assured, more trusting in yourself. Maybe you want to feel more abundant. Maybe you want to feel more connected. What are those things for you? How do you want to feel on a day-to-day basis? And then the next part is a really fun part where you'll feel into some of those words and thinking about, or rather feeling into, it's less of a head thing, it's more intuition here. Is there a word that's coming to you that kind of encompasses all of what you want to feel and experience and create in 2021? What's going to be your word for this year? I really love this idea and um, I've done it in recent years, not so much in the past, but more in recent years as I've got more and more into my own coaching work. And that is, what does this word mean for you? Like, what is it? What is this ever encompassing word? For me personally, uh, the word landed end of last year and it wasn't so much like it's not necessarily something that you like logically think through. It's definitely more an intuitive hit. It's something that will just come to you or a word that will just stick and it will be repeated and you'll see it lots or hear it lots. It will just come to you lots. And so that's when you kind of know that it's your word. And so if it doesn't come immediately for you, that's okay. But maybe check in in a day or so's time and, and just keep feeling into it. Maybe you want to do a meditation on it, for example. So my word for 2021 is expansive is expansion or expansive and I mean expansive in all sense so more of so much stuff and I know I shared this in an Instagram post so I won't bore you again here but my word is expansive I'd love to hear what yours is so if at any time you want to reach out ask questions share stuff about this definitely hit me up on Instagram send me a DM I would love that the links in the show notes if you want to come find me over there So what's your word for 2021? So now that we've sort of gone big picture, thought about all of the things that we want, what really matters to us and what we want to prioritize, then I want you to come a little bit more, um, you know, bringing it in and getting a bit more focused. So what are some of the key things that you really want to focus on and achieve and experience this year? So maybe you want to um, narrow it down to a few goals. What are those things for you? So what are the key goals that you're wanting to work on? And again, write them in a really inspiring way. Write them with emotive words. Write them with feeling-based words. Because so often 
you know, we can we can say that we want to do X, Y, and Z and have these really tangible, practical things that we want to achieve. And they're great. Like sometimes those goals are wonderful. And there's no denying that they're they yeah, that you should do those as well. But so often we want those things because it's gonna give us a certain feeling. So maybe it's in a sense of accomplishment, maybe it's a sense of fulfillment, maybe it's a sense of uh, energized or vitality or connectedness or whatever it is. So come back into those feeling words again and try and add some of those into how you're going to write your goals. So start to narrow it down and start to write out some key goals that you want to focus on this coming year. And then the next question is, who do I need to become in order to get me there? In order to create and achieve these goals, what do I need to do? So this is where we have a bit more of an action plan. So what are some of the mindset tweaks or work that you want to do that's going to enable you to get to those goals? Maybe there's some skills that you need to strengthen or learn or develop. Maybe there's some new habits that you need to put into place to enable to, you know, to support you to get there. And thinking about what are the resources and the support that you need in order to get yourself there. What are those things? So you could do this under each of the goals if you wanted to, or you could do this more broadly. So thinking about what it is that you need to become, experience, have, uh, you know, develop in order to get to those landmarks, those big goals of yours. Then I want you to vision that you've already got there, like you've already achieved and experienced these goals. It's at the end of the year and you're this new version of yourself because you've grown and evolved over the year. And so I want you to write a letter from future you to current day you. This could be like a full-on letter like dear so-and-so or it could be more like bullet points. But what I essentially want you to get here is what does future you want you to know now? So what does future you want current you to know right now? And if you haven't done this type of work before, it might be really strange to think, what do you mean like future you talks to current me? But I mean literally that. So journal, write it out on paper, close your eyes, imagine the version of you that's already achieved and experienced the things that you're wanting right now. And what wisdom does she have to share with current you? you will have so much wonderful wisdom to share. She'll have so much advice and wisdom and insights to share with you that's going to help you create your action plan for this year. The other wonderful thing about this is a less practical and a less practical sense is that by stepping into the energy of her, you're already starting to take steps towards those things. You're already starting to manifest that because you're tapping into that version of you. And if you can experience and feel what she's like, then it's so much easier to start to actually live from that place. And so this is why future you exercises uh, in any form are such a wonderful way to help you to move into that, to actually, uh, you know, create that as your reality, this new version of you. So if you can conjure it up in your mind, if you can feel into it, if you can imagine yourself feeling and experiencing and having the things that you want, then you're already halfway there, more than halfway there, you're doing it. 
Okay, and then my other side of the brain wants to say, let's get super practical and write out a list, an action plan of how you're going to get there and put it in the diary, put it in your calendar. If it's not in there, it's not going to happen. It's got to be in there. So write out under your goals, what are the things that are going to get you there? Put it in your calendar and make it happen. You might like to do maybe a three-month plan and a six-month plan or a yearly plan, like break it down into small chunks and say, well, the first quarter I'm going to work on this goal or these few goals or I'm going to have these little mini sub goals ticked off by then and put them in the calendar in the diary as your reminder because like I said, if it's not there, it's not going to happen. And then if you're going to do the three month plan, for example, you might want to put a date in your calendar in three months time where you review your quarter and then you can course correct or add in little bits and pieces if you need to, and then set your next quarter plan. I quite like working in the quarters because it means that it's not like this massive time frame that's kind of harder to vision and you're not planning too far in ahead because then you can course correct and you can yeah come back and tweak things if you need to and then very last the exciting part actually it's all exciting but the fun part is to do a vision board for 2021 so collect all of the photos the images the words the quotes whatever it is that represents what it is that you want to feel experience and create in 2021 you can do a virtual one or you can do a physical board i I prefer physical boards personally because I've got it up in my office where I see every single day and it is amazing the power of a vision board because it's literally your goals and what you want on paper on a board and that you see every day and the science behind this is that it brings it to our awareness and what we see and we think about every day is what we then feel is what we then create and take action on so do a vision board. Hands down, it's probably one of the most fun but powerful exercises in terms of goal setting. So don't miss out the step. Come back to this at some time. Block out, um, you know, some weekend time or whatever it is for you that feels really good and get it done. It's interesting. I'm just looking up at my vision board from last year. I haven't done my this year's one yet. It's coming. But literally pretty much everything on that vision board I've achieved and now it's like crazy thinking back to this time last year none of that was my reality so it's it's inspiring it's it's really cool to do i highly recommend it so that is it that is how to reflect on last year what to bring forward with you and how to plan your best 2021 yet I am so excited for you beauties. If you want any further support or guidance with this, if you have some big goals that you want some coaching support with, I would love to be that person for you. It would be such an honor and privilege of mine. So feel free to reach out either through my website, which I'll link below, or send me a message on Instagram, DM me, we can chat about it and see if it feels right for you. So here's to a wonderful, wonderful, magical 2021 and yeah, excited for you loves and I will see you again next time. Bye. Wasn't that epic? 
For all of the details and things we talked about in today's show, you can check them out in the show notes and that's over at evelynkelly.co.nz forward slash podcast. And if you can think of anyone who would really benefit from this episode, then please share it with them. And while you're there, I would be so grateful if you could leave me a five-star review in iTunes so that we can get this podcast out to even more humans and create a ripple effect throughout the world. 